1: And good morning, San Diego. Welcome to Garden Talk, the first Garden Talk of 2024. I am David Ross, along with George Almond, and for the next hour, I just put a D on the end of your it, name. You did. Are you a new, a new
2: person? I'm not. Well, I'm a, yes, it's a new year. I'm a new person.
1: Okay. Mark and Ken have the day off, but we are real and we are live for 2024, and welcome. I'd say welcome gentlemen or guys or peoples, but it's just us. So welcome to you
2: good morning and happy new year i know that we've seen each other but for the audience happy new year to everybody
1: so how how long do we say happy well for the first radio show of the year we can that's say it, happy then we're new done. Year, right and then that's it that's it
3: okay welcome
1: did you
2: enjoy your clear cool morning it was a uh, very pretty coming in the the moon was crystal clear the stars were the moon was crystal clear okay the sky was crystal clear the moon was clearly visible let me start my day a little, let me have more of this coffee before i talk beautiful morning <laughs> Crystal it clear was. skies, stars shining, and a little planet coming up in the east.
1: Which we're going to go with Venus. I
2: think Venus for better
1: for worse. We'll go with it's that, right or right or wrong. It was cool out this morning, and I forgot to look at my yeah I, my thermometer on the car to tell me what time what time it was. <laughs>
2: <Mixing>. <laughs> oh, You're going to mock me this morning. <laughs> uh, it was 37 when I got to the bottom of the hill uh, where I live. A yeah, little it, chilly, but it warmed up as I got closer to the ocean here in where I the I think I saw is.
1: a little. Bits of frost on the ground, maybe not. It certainly wasn't thick, but I did see one of the weeds, one of the little rosettes of weeds looked like it had been frozen overnight. It had turned that dark green kind of mushy color that <laughs> weeds that don't like cold turn. Or
2: spinach in your refrigerator. That's, that's a perfect.
1: <laughs> there we spinach go. Spinach in the refrigerator kind of color. Uh, yeah. Did you make any... Uh, well, actually, let's talk, talk about the weather first. It has been clear and cold after the last... Cloudy, cold, and wet storm, I got about almost a half, not quite, four-tenths of an inch of rain. Did you?
2: I didn't measure. We we had a good rain, a downpour that worked well. It washed some of the fertilizers in that I had put on the citrus.
1: I went and got a cup of fertilizer the night before and with a flashlight sprinkled it on my onions because they say to give them some high-nitrogen fertilizer... After planting, and I don't normally follow directions, but <laughs> what, this what time tough,
2: I did. What high high nitrogen fertilizer? Twenty-one. So it was sulfur. a lawn. It was
1: a lawn fertilizer. Okay. Twenty-one seven fourteen.
2: But it was a lawn fertilizer, not a lawn weed and feed, right?
1: Yes, oh, correct. Just, just checking. <laughs> Thank you. I'm not like Ken in that regard. All right. And we are supposed to get. We have another downpour coming. Dun dun
2: dun. I think that's some hyperbole there. I think we're going to get some moisture but not a downpour
1: no we're expecting very little between 1 100th and 10 100ths of an inch of rain prepare accordingly
2: but it is colder now we're it's going to be colder over the next couple days correct yeah i think there's a good chance of frost i was looking at the
1: weather service map and they were having frost advisories and warnings and freeze warnings up in the la area and up in some of the foothills and mountains and not here yet but it's coming
2: does two things for us it we can sit inside with a nice fire and have a glass of wine and relax with a nice wood-burning fire which is wonderful but we get the cold chill for our. what do you do with the smoke I let it go out the chimney (laughs) so I don't just is that that I don't don't put it in the living room like in the middle of the floor no we we have a a special area in the home that's designed specifically for that
1: I, I do too but you don't know how to use it well I do well I know how to light a fire in the fireplace Okay, I know how to, how to have the... it radiate warmth, right? But for some reason, when I have a fire, maybe it's because it's changing the pressure inside my home. It gets foggy inside the house, so I don't do <laughs> the, it very there's often. There's a little
2: device on the top of your fireplace, inside, just below the chimney, that you should open. That might help you.
1: I okay, <laughs> I'll I'll check. I'm pretty sure the flu, is that what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah,
2: take a take a gander. Is up open? There. Yeah.
1: So it's not fog you're you're suggesting.
2: No, it might be smoke in your house. Uh, does your okay. house smell like a nice wood burning fire for the next three, it or three days? It does. Yeah, it does. It's not supposed to. Okay.
1: All right. Well. But,
2: but so that's one thing. You get that nice fire, glass of wine, and relax. Oh, that's right. Please continue. The second thing is we're getting all that chill for our fruit trees.
1: That is what I like.
2: That is what I like because I, I, I risked everything and put two very high chill apple trees in because they grew up with them and they are some of my favorite apples.
1: Now, if I were sitting over there talking about high chill on apples, you would get a text and then you'd look at me and you'd say, well, so what is the relevance? What is the significance of chill on apples?
2: Well, we we're going to get there. Well, not just apples, but deciduous uh, fruit, fruit trees in general require a set number of hours below 45 degrees from... One um, November to one March. And those hours are accumulated, and we call them chill hours. And some trees are listed as a 300, for example, and you need to acquire 300 hours of chill from November till March, end of February.
1: Do you um, remember the old saying about attaboys? I do. And you know how they get erased?
2: They do. Okay. in
1: the for, In the chill industry, I've read sometimes that if you have certain high temperatures, it erases
3: just correct. like an attaboy. I, yeah, I,
2: I've heard that as well and read that. So yes. Do you know what the temp is? Or? I don't, and, and too cold doesn't help either. There's a sweet spot. So if, if, you, we, if we had 10 days of 18, that would be too cold for us.
1: But for us, that's not going to happen.
2: That shouldn't happen, no. Not at all. No, it won't happen. Yeah, correct. Just
1: well, like just like the fruit trees are arriving today.
2: That Yes. And then they didn't. And they didn't.
1: Okay. Alright. We're done here. Thank you.
2: But that, that, that applies to deciduous fruit trees. It's something we don't worry about with, um, it, it doesn't apply to things like citrus or avocados. And, no, if, yeah.
1: but if we had eight degrees of 18 degrees, you wouldn't worry about your eight, citrus. or. Eight,
2: eight degrees of 18 degrees. Eight, de- you days, said, yeah. eight
1: days of 18 degrees would wipe out your citrus and avocados. It would destroy
2: our citrus and avocados. But we can talk about that later too, about greenhouses for citrus that you and no, I. We can. We'll get to that.
1: We can. We um, can. It is supposed to be cool this week. That's where we were headed with this, right? Yeah, when we, we got took a s- s- slight detour, um, and so if you do have sensitive plants, think about covering them or protecting them.
2: What would I mean? Aside from you know, little tender perennials that you might have in your your flower bed, what would you consider? Would you consider your citrus tender if they're new no. or old, or would it matter?
1: I don't. A, a frost especially a light frost or even a medium frost, I don't, citrus I haven't had any problems with. I do have some citrus trees that have new growth on them, which would be of greater concern, but I don't, I don't generally have citrus cold problems. And I've had minimal avocado cold problems only on my my big avocado is growing in the shadow of a giant pine tree. And way overhead of the avocado is the giant pine tree over probably seventy five percent of it. So I've never seen frost damage on at least seventy five percent of the avocado. Where but it's one protected corner, from, from from frost settling or the cold overhead, air settling, right? It has a blanket overhead, right. which is branches of a of the pine tree. Right. But on the corner That sticks out from that, I've seen a little bit of frost damage, not often. And last year I had a little bit of frost damage on a citrus tree, but it is in a cold air drainage pattern next to my driveway. And it's the first tree in a row. So the cold air that comes down the bank stopped there and did a little bit of damage to the side of the citrus tree, but that was it. And then there's another 50 or 75 feet of. Citrus that aren't bothered at all by the cold.
2: So, the, the cold air drainage is a spot where cold air settles coming down, and usually off of a slope of some kind. You know, cold air it is heavier. I had the same issue at my house with hibiscus in my old house.
1: I thought you were going to say with hyperbole.
2: Well, no, right at the, at the, it comes down the hill and hits and just stops because the house prevents it from flowing. And that's where my hibiscus typically would end up with a lot of freezer burn.
1: So keep that in mind when planting. Uh, one of our suppliers once many years ago was telling me about a an avocado grove in, I'm pretty sure he said Fallbrook, but a new owner came in and in the middle of the avocado grove that had never ever had cold damage, he cut in a pad, took out some trees and put in a, a building in the middle of the avocado grove on the slope. He, he cut a pad. And then every year thereafter, Behind the building, the cold air would build up and damage the trees immediately adjacent exactly. to it. They, they, it works as a dam, a right. cold air dam, and, and stores it, which is interesting.
2: It is. That, that whole cold air drainage, cold air settling, warm air higher, in the same yard you can have different, uh, uh, albeit relatively small, but you can have two, three, four degrees differences in the same yard.
1: That same gentleman told me at his he had a nursery in Valley Center right off of Valley Center road and after the casinos opened up up there, he never had frost damage on the bottom part of his property again because the cars kept coming through and moving the air That's so there was interesting. constant movement of air right and where it used to settle and damage things didn't do that anymore yes, it is very interesting.
2: you can learn a lot.
1: From a dummy, <laughs> <laughs> buckle your safety belt.
2: Well, speaking of learning, we do have classes coming up. Oh,
1: please do! Thank so you.
2: At nine o'clock in San Diego today, it's bare root fruit trees with Kirk Peacock, uh, one of our arborists uh, that works a lot with us. And at nine thirty in Poway, we have uh, fruit tree spraying and pruning with Tyler Tremble, uh, which two, I think two very good grew- fruit tree people's two very good people and and both very appropriate this time of the year with the bare root fruit trees and your your trees that are established that need the winter care. Have you done your winter care yet?
1: I've spoken to the trees.
2: Okay, that's all that matters, as long okay. as you We've had, it. <laughs> we've
1: kumbaya. Uh, what's coming up next the week? The
2: following week, on the 13th, in San Diego, year-round color for San Diego gardeners with our local author and plant expert, Chuck McClung. And at 9.30, bare root fruit tree planting and pruning with Adams from the Poway store.
1: Adams is a another, well, actually in Chuck.
3: Correct.
2: We, we bring in good... We try to bring in to good people. Absolutely. And then sometimes you and I jump in there when we have to. Well, when you
1: have to fill in, you yeah. have to fill in. That's right. You gotta take what you what you can. Anything going on elsewhere? The no. How about well, the last weekend? The,
2: the, that's right. You were going to do the lights, right?
1: It's the last weekend of the San Diego Botanic Garden. The right. light show.
2: Did, and did you make it this year?
1: I did not. Um, but I still have an opportunity.
2: Well, you have one. Well, two, really. Is it tomorrow as well? Yeah,
1: it's tonight and tomorrow. It runs through tomorrow night. So if you have not had an opportunity to get up to the uh, San Diego Botanic Garden and see their light show, you have two more nights left.
2: It's appropriate time to go. It's cold. It's like a... It's wintry. It's wintry. It's perfect.
1: Walking in a winter wonderland. Indeed. All right. That's two. If you would like to give us a call, the number here is 888-344-1170. You're listening to Garden Talk on KCBQ and KPRZ. We're going to take a break and be back right after this.
0: and we are back
1: with more garden talk on kcbq and kprz i am david ross along with george allman ken and mark have the day off did you happen to make any gardening
2: resolutions well you know one of our shows last year we mentioned that the biggest lie we tell ourselves is that i'll remember what i planted (laughs) right there so I'm, i'm going to work on that I'm going to try to either put more tags appropriately placed and/or document it somewhere. But to do that, because I am pretty, pretty lazy when it comes to that, and that has been a hindrance in some ways. Okay, um, so
1: today is the sixth of the new year. Mm-hmm. So we've had five days. Have you planted anything?
2: I I put two new apple trees in. Did you? The tags are still on them. <laughs> number one. And they'll go in our database. Of
1: they will go into they the will. Database.
2: I I, that's usually a weekend thing okay. when I get to the computer. Um, so that will be listed. But bigger things like the the pruning and the spraying and the being more vigilant needs to be a part of my New Year's resolution. To that point, I will tell you that I we finished pruning and we have over 80 fruit trees. We pruned every single one and good last job. Monday sprayed little golf clap there we spray got the copper and horticultural oil and sprayed everything very well done yeah
1: did you did you write any did you document any of that
2: this is a work in progress about my res my new year's resolution (laughs) okay but i got the spraying done and that's an important piece of it
1: i I think it was two or three months ago you and i had a conversation on the air about i think it was potatoes and i didn't need to remember what they were because i would know what they were and that's the biggest lie you're talking about so on my way home that day at my grocery outlet in poway they had some wet boards they were calendared <laughs> wet boards right and they were 75 percent off so i had to get you one and i got me one how and I, you, haven't opened, but, uh, I haven't opened i have not opened mine yet have, did you I, happen I, to write anything down on I, yours I,
2: I have not written anything written anything down on it but i do have a spreadsheet where i keep some of the all of the fruit trees are listed where they're in the yard and so on. So that's been very helpful.
1: Yeah, somebody was gonna get you his loan you a drone so you could take an overhead picture so you could map it, wasn't he?
2: He was, yeah. He's been absent. I don't know where he went.
1: Uh, that was his New Year's resolution. He's working <laughs> on it. He's working on it. I, I still the the wetboard is sitting on the counter, still wrapped up, still waiting for me to write down that I planted the onions on whatever date that was and that I fed them last two night or three or this nights morning. ago, right. whatever day that was. Uh, Actually, it's been more than two or three, but I still haven't used it either.
2: Well, you asked me if I had planted any trees or anything. Have you planted anything in the new year yet? No. How about the latter part of the last year? Any avocados by chance?
1: I still have trees I need to plant. Is that what you're trying to elicit from me?
2: We had a beautiful crop of avocados come in from Monrovia.
1: Oh, the trees! Right. Oh, that's where you're going with yes. this. and
2: and we both decided we were going to put going to put a surprise which was one of my surprise fav- surprise, which is one of my favorite avocados. And so you told me because you were leaving, you said, "Do me a favor, pick out one for me." And I picked out one for both of us. I asked you, right? And I took mine home and planted it. And I'm just curious how yours is doing.
1: Um, I believe last time I looked that the people at Walter Anderson Nursery in Poway are still taking good care of it. They're watering. watering on a regular basis. Yes, <laughs> so which makes a, it it's puts it ahead of me taking it. Actually,
2: home. that is a good point. It's probably in better hands staying, uh, staying at no, the nursery. Absolutely, no, not probably.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, it is. Uh, so you're going to start documenting more in your garden. for the and, new year. And,
2: yes, and and being. A little bit more proactive. I, you know, I always joke that I'm a lazy gardener and, and I like being a lazy gardener, but I do need to do a little bit more increased production.
1: I w- wanted to keep track of my controls, and I've had a couple of gopher successes in 2024, and I should start tracking them so I can keep track of them for the year. And that would be what the wet board would be perfect
2: for. That, that. would be, yeah, that's actually a good. I might do that as well. Okay. I set a couple traps last evening when I got home.
1: I didn't think of them in this context, but my New Year's resolution will be to get the plants that have not been planted in the ground for the last, I think we're going on two years now, to get them planted. And I will get the surprise home and get it planted. That's Those those are good things. And then I will document them. Is that... Is that... I, yes. I mean, obviously... But the real, the real resolution would be to start doing more of what I know needs to be done rather than coming here on Saturdays and telling people what they need to do to be successful and then not do it myself.
2: That's and yes, and you know the same thing at the nursery. People come in and speak to us about all kinds of plant issues, maladies and stuff and we give them great advice and I may have that same problem going on at home and I just don't often get to it. Isn't there another saying about that people who can't do teach? <laughs> A do exactly. radio is that yeah, people you, when, who can't do so do when radio. you sit over here on this side of the studio and we have these conversations you often say Did, didn't we talk about that once i probably should do that maybe those guys on the radios are the radio, guys on the radio are right
1: they do know what they're talking about right well well mostly sometimes occasionally to, on occasion right but heal thyself right is that also, there's another saying
2: there's another good new year's resolution Man. boy we're full of them today
1: oh we are that of that there is or should be no doubt
2: so with regard- Actually
1: actually in in reality, let's go to fruit trees for a moment. We That's talked about the hours say, and exactly. the chill and we had a it happens every year between the the week between Christmas and New Year's is when the uh fruit trees show up. Uh, the the bare root fruit trees and it, it re sparks the excitement of the gardening year.
2: Of the fruit tree growing community. They are on top of that, they follow us on Facebook. They call daily. Messages get passed, uh, and there's a lot of excitement when those things show up.
1: There are, I don't know, thousands of trees available now at both Walter Anderson Nursery in San Diego and in Poway, and I don't know. There's what 200 varieties of trees out there, or close to close a, to over a hundred.
2: Oh, well over a hundred.
1: Yeah. And now is the time if you want to expand your orchard. To procure a tree and take it home and not plant it—is that would that be a good plan?
2: Well, I would argue that it'd be better to get it in the ground at some point, or it'd at least be in a to pot, get in the, but
1: get it in the ground right, right away. And and if you're not ready, it could go into a pot. But the best thing to do would be to put it right in the ground,
2: straight Especially away. This Spit time spot. of this time of year.
1: Did you have you gotten any new trees?
2: I did uh, the Rome Beauty oh. apple and a Macintosh.
1: Now, according to the guides, the books those a, trees shouldn't grow in your neck of
2: the woods that is correct true. sir they should not however comma, comma uh, our good friend tom spellman from dave wilson nursery has they, they've conducted a number of field studies in irvine with very high chill apples and have had great success and he i took him to the midway you know last november before he came to do our presentation on backyard orchard culture and we had a great discussion about growing apples and he was telling me that apples are very adaptable uh, compared to many of the other deciduous fruit trees, and they've had great success. So I have a 700-hour apple, and I put in another 800 last year, both of which we, we received apples on. So we're going to see what happens this year with these newer.
1: And typically, you'd be in an area that would probably receives between three and 400 hours of winter I, chill? I would
2: say maybe a little bit more than that, but yeah, but not much more. Um, I did plant them. You know, I tried to trick the system a little bit by putting them where they get a lot more winter shade. So that area will hold a little bit colder uh, or hours, a little more hour of chill, two hours of chill or something during the course of an evening into the morning before the sun starts warming the earth. Well, a few years
1: ago, you and I got a couple of test multigraph six-in-one apples of high-chill varieties, and, and they how produce, have they done?
2: they produce quite well. They produced yeah. for me, too. Right. Mine's still in the container. Uh, mine, mine In is, the shadow Mine of is nicely pomegranate. placed on the ground. We have it up against a, a fence, and we get apples off of it. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah, I, I am very curious to see how the these two play out, because at growing up back east on working the apple orchard, that was one of my, two of my favorite apples, hence trying.
1: Trying to relive your youth. Trying to
2: relive my youth, which is slipping away. <laughs> Rapidly.
1: Oh, my gosh. Um, it's interesting how quickly things can change. But I, to that end, and to change the subject a little bit, I did get to the top of McGinty Mountain on New Year's Day. It took me an extra... 20 minutes of huffing and puffing but, but i made did it, it and that's what matters and that's it it was a unfortunately it was a a necessary milestone event and it just it can come very quickly <laughs> i have a i
2: have i still have it somewhere but i had a poster uh in my office years ago that said for all my staff that used to come in you say no for running it said no matter how slow you go you're still lapping everybody on the couch there you and go. so I'm a fan of getting out there and doing it, even if you're going slower.
1: There were a lot of people up there, more people that I've ever seen going. Well, they were doing their New Year's the resolution, which First, they're that's over. It. They're done. And done, <laughs> one and done. So that's good. So then I won't have to get out of their way. No, so they won't have to. Yeah, well, so we don't have to worry about so much traffic on the, on the trails. Um, did you take the opportunity with Tom Spellman on the Midway to talk to the people at the Midway and Tom and maybe putting in a trial garden on the deck of the Midway? It's big enough. It,
2: it is big enough. Um, but no, we we failed to bring that one up. We're so busy with uh, the history of the ship and such. Should, are You're you implying that should have been my number one focus? To put of course. To put a test garden on a ship? You know, I,
1: No, actually, because I had the opportunity to have that personal tour. On the USS Midway, from someone who did three tours on her,
2: correct, yeah, and
1: ate in all three messes, uh, yeah. yeah, and I will never forget that. And that is when I knew that you had to be there,
2: <laughs> and and I appreciate that. Yeah, I enjoyed I'm a docent there on Tuesdays, and I love being there.
1: And so, if you want to get some firsthand information. From somebody who can still get up and down the the stairs on the USS Midway.
2: (laughs) At least this year.
1: Tuesdays are the day to go and uh, look for George, who's usually kind of lollygagging outside the theater. Isn't that correct?
2: That is correct. Yes, sir. Yep. Can we get back to plants for a second? Yes, go ahead. Um, We do have our bare root fruit trees and we have a couple of new varieties like those Rome beauties and the Macintosh, but what else did we get that well, was there?
1: Well, I, I don't say the new varieties. Okay. We have different varieties because Rome beauties have been around for very long time. How about this? We time.
2: have varieties that we typically have not carried not in the past. We brought in,
1: I think, what, four or five different varieties that are higher chill varieties at the, at Walter Anderson nursery in Poway right. for our friends who come down the mountain from, from Julian and some of the colder parts of Ramona that they can have some of the old flavor new trees how's that Fair does enough. that tie yep. it all together yep. for you is yes. that where you're headed with that
2: correct yeah and, and i think we had a couple others a uh pl- a plum cut called a, p- a parfait plum is, parfait yeah plum parfait which is new
1: to us what was the plum cherry or the plum cut you brought me last year
2: the plum cut uh, that i brought you
1: was it a pluary
2: it was a pluary, yeah. It was a sweet treat, I believe. Sweet treat. Sweet treat. Sweet
1: treat. I need to get one those of those. Those are really
2: good. Yeah.
1: And it needs a pollinizer? It does. And so yeah. one of the plums that I have in the yard should take Burgundy care of it. I think Burgundy
2: works for it, but I, I have another. I have a sweet treat, and what, what was the other? Uh, I'll. Uh, here we go. It's on my list somewhere. I, okay, I, you'll yeah. write it down. I'll and write get it down. It, uh,
1: if you would like to give us a call and maybe tell us what kind of pluary the other one is that he had, Candy heart. That's the other one candy heart and sweet treat give us Correct. a call at 888-344-1170 you're listening to garden talk here on kprz and kcbq we'll be back right after this
0: get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170 that's 888-344-1170 there is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 1170 Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahati, and George Allman. And we are back with more Garden
1: Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I am David Ross along with George Allman. Mark and Ken are having a sleep-in separately this morning. Uh, If you would like to give us a call, the number here is 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. I did uh, get a text in the break from someone I believe who is listening, and I think he either has a sincere question or he just wants a plug for his store, and I'm not sure which, but his question (laughs) is... What would be a good fruit tree for Kevin Grandgetto to plant around Grandgetto's in Escondido? And I have a, an immediate tree came to mind, one we were just talking about. I don't want to don't Jade or Jade. Yeah, I don't want to bias you, but what would you recommend that he put in up at the Escondido store? By, well,
2: I, I don't know Kevin's taste on all of his different trees. I know he's a big avocado and lemon grower, but I would say a spicy nectoplum.
1: Okay, I disagree.
2: And you may... Thank you. What's your? You were going to say one of the ch- uh, pluaries. No, no, I was
1: going to say one of the multi-graft apples. I was thinking a, an espaliered one because it could go anywhere, in, out, or around the store. But a multi-graft apple, um, either just a straight tree or an espaliered one, because you'll see the different seasons of apples ripening on the tree. Fair. And they can f- be, they will fit in any space, and because of the way apples fruit on the same branches or spurs for decades if you don't destroy them you can produce a lot of fruit in a small space agreed and And plums you can do that with plums and pluries too
2: and pears for that matter and pears for that matter but the spicy nectar plum is a prettier tree and the fruit is just one of the best soft-bodied fruits you're going to get so taste is subjective very much so i
1: totally agree with everything you just said but space is the what, final what, frontier.
2: Nowhere, I didn't know there was a space limitation. There may or may not be, okay. but it's a retail so you have facts store. And evidence. It's you're, a you're store, just, okay.
1: And generally, retail space
2: is limited. Is
1: limited, okay. and so the largest fruit tree I have in my yard is my spicy nectar plum because I have not pruned it properly and kept it under control.
2: But you will this year because of your New Year's gardening resolutions.
1: Mm, that's the intent, <laughs> okay. but I didn't make that resolution.
2: No, I did. Okay, so I'll be over tomorrow. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, that, done. So what that's is, why. What, so you know, that's what, I, why I was. So thinking, I guess uh, maybe you have more information in that text than I saw. But it, what was he looking for something in particular, or is he just saying what fruit tree? So what? What? What is he indicating he wants? There's a pause here. Dead. Radio. There's a pause
1: here because I thought I was reading a text from Kevin Grangetto and from looking at the content of the text, it clearly was not. It was a cartoon from somebody else, and caught me off guard because I couldn't believe Kevin so was distracted. sending me such a thing. Kind of I was a squirrel. Yes, it was. So he. Oh, okay. He says both uh, multi-grafted apple. He hasn't mentioned the spicy. So he wants a. And a spaliate apple, multi-graft, and an apple tree, multi-graft, and he's totally ignoring your suggestions. (laughs) Space is limited. Please come and suggest other varieties. All right, so if you have limited space and want to put a lot of fruit production into a small area, a multi-graft apple would be a good tree.
2: I fully agree.
1: We also have the true dwarf, peaches and nectarines, which only get... Three to five feet max without pruning. They only grow in right. an inch or two a year, and they can put a lot of fruit production into a small space. Make great container plants. We still have that one in the in the smart pot in the raised smart pot, and it's gonna it's gonna be gorgeous this year when it blooms. It's, it's did you see all the large, buds on yeah, there? It's
2: opening up beautifully. Yep.
1: So the true dwarf fruit trees for containers or uh, in the ground. I lined my the top of my driveway where I park with true dwarf fruit trees many years ago. And I have found by not watering them during the summer when they need it that they kinda seem to go by the wayside. And now I need to put something else in there. Did you know that?
2: I, I've I've read something about plants needing water and to be more productive and to and to stay alive, yeah. <laughs> in our more arid climate.
1: So pluries, that was a delicious piece of fruit.
2: They are uh or also some unique stuff that we carry
1: well people ask me what what varieties they can grow here what type of fruit can they grow here in the deciduous fruits well you can grow apples apricots apriums plums cherries nectarines peaches pluaries pluots persimmons persimmons pomegranates jujubes jujubes juju ju- ju- or jujubi.
2: I say Jujubee. What do you how do you say I
1: used to say ju, 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 Jujubee, <laughs> but I'm trying to to flow with Jujubee. jujubee? It flows it flows I, okay. better. Okay. All right. Did you see the way Jujubee bound up in <laughs> my face?
2: <laughs> it did in fact That bound. could be
1: that could have just be age too, but um there's r- literally I don't like to use that. There's Any type of fruit that you could, almost that you could imagine, there is a mild climate or moderate climate variety that'll grow somewhere here in San Diego County for you. Correct. And when somebody asks you what the best one is, oh, you would say spicy nectoplum. Well, you know, I would
2: ask them though, I mean, when you say best, are you looking for like an apple, what's the best apple or what's the best, and I will tell them this is what I like, but I would never tell them this is the best because as you alluded to earlier, you know, taste, it can be, it's very subjective, Right. It is. And what and, you like, I might like, not like, et cetera. But we I, you know, we do share a common like on a great many pieces of fruit because uh, if you grow it in your backyard, it's a good piece of fruit.
1: And I do believe that the nectoplum, when ripe, is one of the best pieces of fruit you're going to come across. It is And delicious. I am reminded of one of my customers who bought one on my recommendation and came back and told me that after that first fruit that he didn't like it. And I said, give it a season. The next year he came back and he loved it so much he bought a second spicy nectar Plum. But taste is subjective. And I am reminded of the customer who wanted me to recommend the best peach to him. And I had the discussion about it being subjective and we may not all like the same thing. And he gave me a kind of an exasperated look of just just help me and tell me what the best one is and i said well this is the one that i like and because it's a little on the tart side and crunchy and i like it like that he goes oh i don't like that <laughs> and so
2: so yeah we so went here's out why and found we, another right, here's another why variety. i can't just tell you to take this one right
1: because most people who know me have told me i'm a little different and that would probably go to fruit tree tastes as well.
2: You actually come with a warning somewhere <laughs> that says that.
1: Yeah, it says David, yeah. <laughs> team member since 1989.
2: That's right, a little uh. different.
1: Um,
2: but, you know, but you're, you were mentioning peaches. What's, what's really nice about the peach selection we have is we have peaches for the entirety of the growing season. You can have peaches in May or June or July or August or September. I think into September, based on the different varieties that we have. And
1: when I first started planting fruit trees way back when all the fruit trees that I bought were early and so by May or June most of my fruit was done and then I I've been looking at the Dave Wilson fruit, fruit ripening chart that shows you the the sequence, the sequence that they ripen in right. but I've I didn't pay attention to it initially and that is a great trainer to help you expand or extend your You're fruiting season
2: and the different varieties. If you happen to like peaches, you can get peaches all from season. May until September, right. or apples for that matter, or many of the other pieces of fruit.
1: Early apples right. are the first ones ripe. Anna and Dorset, Golden, all the and way up Chamier, to the Beverly ones at Hills,
2: the, yeah, and then the other end
1: at the other end of the season. If you start planting sequentially, then there is no reason, even in a small space, that you shouldn't be able to have fruit almost year-round.
2: I will put a, uh, I'll put a link to that chart. It's on their website. That chart has been very useful. I have a, a copy that, that Tom Spellman gave us gave me ages ago and it's in our garage and I try to use that as a tool when we're picking fruit trees. When, you know we're looking and say, okay, we have plums that come at this time. We have a, the, the cherries are coming at this time. maybe we need to fill in this one three week period in, in August with something. So you look for a tree that's going to give you fruit in that time frame and then you can you know have a constant flow of fruit.
1: And for the seasons that you don't have deciduous fruit, then you have your citrus then to, you to backfill the whole. we
2: ate a bunch last night. And I know yours are, are producing right now. We had setsumas last night and blood oranges. It was wonderful.
1: It, it's wonderful to be here in Southern California and to be able to to do that. And Kevin said instead of putting a spicy nectoplum at Grand Jettos, he's just going to put up a statue to you, a little a little marker that
2: <laughs> that said, "Here should have been a spicy nectarine." Yes,
1: you know, I, I'm a little. Uh, is it? It's too early in the year to be bitter. Jealous? Oh, I'm bitter year round. That's <laughs> no, but to be jealous of. Well, I would say last year probably it would have been a David Ross marker but now he's already moved beyond David Ross to the George marker. And I guess that's part of the subjectivity of taste, right? Taste is very
2: subjective. (laughs) There we go. Another classic example.
1: I don't know how much of 2024 I'm going to be able to take. This is very, very difficult. Um, You said... I, I, we have to go back to whatever it was you were going to plant because i'm still working on the fruit tree thing and i am going to have to take a we're going to take a break but we're a little bit early cuz i'm going to have to deal with the the rejection
2: of Kevin Grangetto. Of Kevin Grangetto. And, Kevin and Kevin has forward. not rejected you.
1: Okay. Um did you what was the other tree you said you got?
2: Well, two apple trees oh, the apples. and then That's i right. and the and the surpri- surprise um Oh, that avocado. was
1: the surprise was not for you, that was a shot at me. But know uh, planted... I, I did.
2: I did get one, and we planted it. So
1: okay, did you plant the the two apples? Are they in the ground? They're in the ground. In oh the, yeah, down at the lower forty.
2: Lower forty, and where there's sh- a shade in the winter from a large pepper tree. That in the summer, the sun is further north, and it gets the sun.
1: Now is that the the pepper tree right off the driveway? Or is there another one hiding down oh, in the yard? There's that I'm like
2: not... nine of them or ten of them. That, that's the, but it is the one you're speaking of. That really large, beautiful picturesque I would have
1: put it down on the other side of the of the olives so the squirrels would have their apples oh
2: no no they need to be somewhere where I have access to seeing the squirrels
1: see my whole driveway is lined with fruit trees but that puts them closer to my neighbor's wood pile
2: where the rats live
1: which is why I don't get much fruit off of that side of the yard anymore I'm gonna put in a bridge And let them have a bridge to walk on for a while so that I have a flat space up in the trees. And then I'm going to start putting controls on the bridge after they've gotten used to it. If you would like to take a shot at David or George, the number here is 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. You're listening to Garden Talk on KCBQ and KPRZ. We're going to take a break and be back right after this. With the last quarter hour of Garden Talk for the first Saturday of 2024, I am David Ross along with George Allman. Ken and Mark have the day off. Welcome back. Don't just look at me.
2: <laughs> I was making sure you said everything correctly this time. You know, I no did, did I? D's on the end of names and, you know, things of that sort.
1: Okay, George Allman, captain, <laughs> USNRET.
2: We have fun with that because so many people always put a D on it. You can spell it for them, and they'll, the paperwork you gave them has a D on the end of it, even mm. though you spelled it out it's loud. It's like
1: David R. at Walter Andersen with an E. Right. And it still goes to Walter Andersen with an O in Germany and comes <laughs> back to me on occasion. Um, we were talking about fruit trees.
2: We were talking, and they were bare root fruit trees, what we were speaking of.
1: The reason I put the D on your name once in a while is just so that you, to make you feel at home.
2: Okay. And the fact that we have almonds, at the nursery as Almond well. Trees, Almond, Almond trees. Almond trees. Almond one.
1: Which does not need a pollinator.
2: Correct. Okay. But now we had bare root fruit trees. Now, a lot of people call us and ask about our bare root roses. Yes, sir. Do we have bare root roses? Kinda? Sort of?
1: Well, the, if you're going to ask the question that way, I would have to say no in That's, truth and advertising because the bare root roses come in in boxes, as literally ba- as bare, bare root. root. Okay. Boxes of hundreds of them, bagged. In kind of a mud slurry (laughs) to to keep them to keep them moist, and we individually prune them and pot them to protect those roots. And we have thousands of roses too. It is it's an exciting gardening time of year when the fruit trees show up. Well, the roses show up, then the fruit trees show up, and I have all the things that I get excited about that I can think that I'm going to do in the first quarter of 2024
2: that are you going to get any roses
1: i am because the gophers took out two of my Uh. roses one of them i've gotten back i cut it way back and i did get a gopher with a gopher hawk from that from that location but there's another one because something backfilled the hole so
2: you know someone else is there. somebody else
1: is there and the other one is still sitting in a bucket of water it's going on week three or four and it Probably, Still it's, it's, looks probably, alive. <laughs> it's
2: probably soaked up enough. You might want to, you think it's get, good some to go? Air, get some air in those All words. right,
1: before we talk about roses on your list, we're going to go to Anne in El Cajon. I did find the cursor before I... Yeah, but said I you were going to go to... But I don't know how to use it. I, don't I click on the A? What do I click on? Maybe you can make it happen for me. <laughs> there we go. Anne, are you here? Uh-oh, it's locked now. What did I do?
2: So to roses while you're trying to get that
1: i have a calculator on the screen it's okay
3: yeah. y- she's on the air
1: oh she's here good morning Ann. if i close my mouth i could hear her
3: good morning happy good- new year
1: happy new year what's going on with your lemon tree
3: i miss you guys i hope you had a good holiday
1: thank you very much i think it my was
3: saturday morning isn't the same i can't listen
2: to <laughs> well it's very sweet
3: um I got a. my husband gave me a, a spaliered lemon tree for Christmas. I've always wanted a, a spaliered tree or fruit tree. Um my question is I we don't really have any available fence to plant it on, so I was thinking about planting it in front of a palm tree that has been topped off. We left about uh 10 feet of the palm tree. There are two of them and we have two topped off palm trees uh, in our yard. Is there any problem planting in, in front of, like close to a palm tree? In ter- I'm thinking in terms of the, the root system. Like, is there anything in the root system of the palm tree that would interfere with... Uh, the, the, the,
1: root the root mass is going to be a physical mass that is there. Since you have topped the palm tree, I am assuming you cut the top off, which means it is no longer going to be alive. So the roots are going to start to slowly decline. So you're just going to have to deal with what's physically there and digging the hole. Yeah,
2: as you prepare the hole, you're going to run into that root mass.
1: So other than that, no, as those roots break down, they're probably going to provide nice organic matter to to the soil and to the lemon tree, which should send its roots out to intertwine with them
3: because okay. i thought it would be a good support
1: for the, the espalier lemon can go pretty much anywhere uh sometimes people use them to make little dividers between sections of the yard or i don't know if you have a space between your trash cans in the yard where you could put them to make a little screen between whatever but they can be used anywhere they don't have to go on a fence they can go freestanding to separate two two sections they can go in a pot Uh, you can do anything really that you want to do with it and they would be okay or it would be okay around that palm tree as well
3: so how what do you support how do you support them when they start branching out if you don't have a something to attach them
1: to well you can Once the the framework of the tree is established, which it should have a trellis under it now or a framework, then you can just train it from that framework. Sometimes people put stakes in the ground uh, temporarily to extend the branches and to provide support while they're developing the strength. But once the framework is there, then you have the strength of that frame and you will just trim to it.
3: Okay. So you can keep it, a, you can make it whatever size
1: you want it. Absolutely. And you can keep it that size. Uh, frequently, the espaliered lemons are Meyer lemons, which are probably the best suited fruit tree to, a uh, citrus tree to espaliering. But I've seen the, the more aggressive growing Eureka type lemons done that way as well. But the Meyer lemon will stay small in perpetuity.
2: The thing with yeah. with espaliers though is, if you're not vigilant in keeping it pruned on that two dimensional plane, eventually it'll start growing out. So you just have to, you know, keep it in check. Right.
3: Yeah, that's why I was thinking about the palm tree because I can get at it and it's right there.
1: And Absolutely, a great place, place to to. In front
3: of me whenever I go out in the yard, on it'll. I- be
1: right there for you and the palm tree since you've topped it will not compete with it anymore any longer
3: right right all right well thank you very much you're welcome and thanks
1: thanks for the call have a great 2024 i would say if you'd like to give us a call but we're at the end of the show so i'm not gonna i'm not going to say that you were gonna talk about roses i i love espalier and if it did turn into a bush rather than an espalier so what
2: I, I agree with you with this. So what? But that would depend entirely on where you planted it and what was the purpose. If well, you were this would be in front a, of a dead I know, palm but if, tree. But if she planted it, spe- well, in this case. But if you, <laughs> she's planting it specifically to have that flat, true, because you know, she's got a, a sidewalk or a path beside it, then you want it to maintain. Okay, when that we were kind talking about
1: Grand Jetto's tree, you said I was assuming facts not an evidence. Well, now we have facts, facts, and Inevitant. you're disregarding them. I'm disregarding
2: anyway. them. I, I use the broader. It depends on what you're doing with the. That tree. That is true. Yeah.
1: Okay, I'll accept that. Because you,
2: in that, in that conversation, mentioned that the trees are used as a divider between things. So if you're having it as a divider, you want to. I'm more of a uniter in 2024 (laughs) than a
1: divider. Okay.
2: So you do do have a New Year's resolution. I do.
1: Do we have any classes coming up? We
2: do in San Diego at nine o'clock today. Bare root fruit trees with Kirk Peacock. And today uh, at 9.30 in Poway, it is uh, fruit tree spraying and pruning with Tyler. Do you know what else we have coming up today and tomorrow in Poway in front of the store on the first Saturday and Sunday of the month? Knife and, uh, knife and Tool. pruning share, sh- sh- and share. Any kind sharpening. of tools right. sharpening.
1: Easy for you to not say. Not so
2: much. What's your last name? I'm not going to go there. I might say it incorrectly right. on the air. Uh,
1: so Ronan Sharpening will be at the Walter Anderson Nursery in Poway from 10 to 2, both today and tomorrow, to sharpen tools, knives, whatever you want sharpened.
2: Pruning shears.
1: Whatever you decide to do this weekend. Hopefully it's planting fruit trees, avocado trees, or roses. But whatever you do, have a great weekend, San Diego. We'll be back next week with another hour of Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. Auto Talk! is coming up next.
0: Take care. Thanks for joining us on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, your source for gardening, landscaping, and horticulture news. Still have a question for the Garden Talk crew or want to learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor? Send an email to expert at walteranderson.com. That's askanexpert at walteranderson.com or visit walteranderson.com. There's more professional gardening advice next week at this same time on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery.